0: What do you believe? Hi and welcome back to conspiracies. What do you believe? This is episode 20 the Salem witch trials
1: the Salem Witch Trials happened between February 1692 and May 1693 in colonial Massachusetts. More than 200 people were accused, 30 were found guilty, and 19 were hanged 15 women and 4 men. And one man was pressed to death.
0: That would suck.
1: Yeah. Uh, Giles Corey was pressed to death for him not making a plea. If he didn't make a plea, then they couldn't try him. He was an 81 year old farmer. And if he had confessed, the court could have taken his property like they did with so many other people. And five people who were charged died in jail. Two dogs were even executed for being witches. I
0: wonder if my dog's a witch.
1: No, that's funny. Two dogs were executed for being a witch.
0: But I mean, that just shows you the times back then. If you confess, you lose everything. If you don't confess, they kill you.
1: Yeah, so so you still lose everything anyway. They're (laughs) taking
0: your stuff regardless.
1: From what I understand, if he would have confessed, the government would have taken it. But since he didn't confess, his family kept it. Okay. But you don't know. That's just the way I took it.
0: The European witch trials were from the 1300s to the 1600s. Tens of thousands were executed, between 40,000 to 60,000 people. That's a lot. They were mostly women, of course by the mid 17th century the witch trials began to end across most of Europe but it continued to the edges of Europe while for a while switzerland was the last holdout ended in 1782 that was the time it started going strong in the american colonies so in the americans i mean in america it was only around you know 200 people or so give or take
1: right and, and how we much talked about population but
0: then? well the thing not only that it's it's not the population cuz it should by then if you got 200 that was convicted as being witches or well, witchcraft you had to have at least you know a good thousand or so people in the all over in the areas but what i'm getting at is we talk about it here like the salem witch trials when the witch part as being really bad but really they, not a lot of people talk about the 40,000 to 60,000 in europe that was killed like when it, when i was in school we we went over the Salem Witch Trials, but nowhere was it ever mentioned about Europe.
1: Maybe that's because we're American, right? Wait, in America yeah, tonight. But, but
0: still, I'm just saying that magnitude of people. If, okay, if I was a teacher today teaching about the Salem Witch Trials, yes, I would go over everything that, that happened or supposedly happened as it happened. But then I would have to say, but the forerunner to this event, in, Euro- in Europe, there was forty to 60,000 that was killed. As witches, and that's where the people that came here—they, I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they thought they was doing good. Who knows? But 200 people, and then you know, we speak to it like, oh, it's like one of the biggest thing in American history. Which don't get me wrong, anytime anybody dies, is bad. Especially when it comes to like a religious being accused of uh, something that you know, whether you do practice it or not, like. Most people today would have been, almost everybody in America today would have been hung as witches back then.
1: But, you know, they came across from Europe to get away from persecution. And then, then they, they came the here and thing. persecute. But that's more of a, the same
0: thing. a human, just deals with humanity.
1: Alright, New England was settled by the religious people who disagreed with their present religion. They wanted to start their own Bible-based society the way they chose to practice.
0: Just like they are nowadays, Eden. Like, back then, you had, like, you know, your basic,
1: uh... You the Catholic or Jewish.
0: Or, ca- well, Catholic, well. Protestant, Jewish. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, now you got, oh my god, there are hundreds, hundreds of, of different religions. offshoots of Christianity. And, again, back then, somebody, like, the way we practice Christianity today, or that people practice it today, would look as heretics back in the 1600s. Yeah, but a lot of
1: people... If they don't agree with
0: something they well, start their own yeah so, I, what else? what was it uh calvin or uh, Calvinism. Uh, uh oh my god martin luther when he did the ninety-five thesis or whatever it was yeah. that's when he broke away from catholicism and started his own yeah
1: The Puritans came to North America for religious freedom, they built a civilization from the ground up. They had to deal with the environment, Indian attacks, and the King Philip's War. The King Philip's War was a 15-month war between the Indians and the settlers and King Philip was an Indian. So
0: isn't that about the same as Hitler killing the Jews and being half-Jew himself? Yep. (laughs) Salem was 50 miles from the wilderness. They considered the wilderness as the Devil's Den. I mean, if that was the case, I mean, why would they even
1: want to go? Yeah, I
0: mean, it's just some of the way they're thinking then and now. Salem Town was a thriving commerce-oriented port. Salem Town became Salem. Salem Village was 10 miles inland from Salem Town. It was a poor farmer farming community, population of about 500. There was a rivalry between two leading families, the porters who had connections with the wealthy merchants in Salem Town and the Putnam's. The Putnam's sought for the right of self-government. They helped the less prosperous farm families. The Puritans' behavior was to not tolerate card playing, backbiting, disrespectful language and attitude, cursing, intemperance. Fighting, jealousy, lying, slander, swearing, theft, idleness, snagging, smoking, and using snuff in public. Everyone was expected to go to church every Sunday. So
1: you couldn't do nothing?
0: Basically, you go just to work on the farm, go home, read your Bible, and go to bed.
1: just not talk to nobody.
0: I mean, they probably put on what you can and can't eat, too.
1: Probably. As the punishment was to be whipped, put in stockades, have your ears cut off. Or sent to live in the wilderness, or sent back
0: to England. How would you have your ears cut off? That's just gross. Now, if your ears are cut off, you can still hear. I mean, you still have your ears. You would just have missing the big flap that's your ear.
1: That's just gross.
0: (laughs) The Salem witch trials were the deadliest witch hunt in colonial North American history. Only 12 other women had been executed in Massachusetts and Connecticut in the 17th century prior to the witch trials. This was one of the most infamous cases of mass hysteria. It was used in political writings and popular literature as a cautionary danger of isolationism, religious extremists, false accusation, and lapses in due process. They still do that today. They scare you into doing what they want you to do, whoever they are. Could be right. the government, secret government, the Illuminati, whoever it is that you want to believe it. Fear controls people. Yeah. If you can instill fear on somebody, you can get them to do what you want.
1: The trials were highly influential in U.S. history. George Lincoln Burr said that the witch trials were what violently broke theocracy. And theocracy is a form of government where God or a deity is the supreme ruling authority. And it gives divine guidance to the human links to manage day-to-day government affairs. And I can see where people think they had a dream to say, okay, God told me to do this, I'm going well, that's,
0: how, that's how uh, most of the prophets in the Old Testament was. God spoke to them in dreams or, <clears throat> or right. however they say fit. I mean, even, uh, uh, even in the religion of Islam, uh, God, or was it the Archangel Michael? I can't remember for sure, so don't blame me, but went to Muhammad and told him. You know, basically, how to, what to do, and then, I mean, sure, most people know about the history of Islam. If not, it's it's a pretty interesting subject on how it happened. But, but but wouldn't that be uh, because I I believe in the religion of Islam, and the countries that use that as their uh, main religion, they're a theocracy because they rule by what the Quran says. Yeah.
1: Lies, betrayal, false accusations, thirst for power, and the fear of the unknown led a village to madness and death. Yeah, I'm you can have one person start out something, and it goes on to next. The next one will be just the same as that, but okay. it gets worse well, yeah. and worse and worse. Well, okay. It's, on one of our
0: past episodes, uh, which one was it? About the UFOs? And the aliens and stuff, and the government put out that one dude uh, put out false information. And mm-hmm. at first it, it was easy. Then once people started realizing, it, he then he started doing more and more and more. And then it was just like crazy, ridiculous. And and the bad part about that is now you don't know what to believe. Yeah. Just
1: get you all mixed up.
0: In 1668, Joseph Gladdenville said he couldn't prove that witches and ghosts existed in the supernatural. He said that inventive men should believe in witches and ghosts. If not, they deny angels, demons, and God. He wanted to prove that the supernatural couldn't be denied. If it was, then the person was a heretic. He tried to prove demons were alive. The witch trials began after people accused others of being witches. Families turned on each other as neighbors did. As well as people's hatred for others, such as teenage girls like Elizabeth Hubbard who was 17, some accusers were younger. One minister found he was related to 20 of the witnesses. The youngest accused was 5, the oldest was 81.
1: How can you accuse a 5 year old?
0: I mean you would think they don't
1: really know. Well the
0: thing is like to me throughout history most five year olds and younger they're gonna act the same no matter what the time period is. I mean their clothes will be different, but in reality, a mind of like a five year old or younger is the same. So how are you gonna I mean, they're they're imaginative. I know,
1: accuse a five year old.
0: Uh uh. Maybe someone was trying to get a political advantage.
1: Could have been. The earliest recorded execution was Elise Young in 1647 of Hartford, Connecticut. She was the wife of John Young. Her daughter, Alice Young Beeman, was also accused of being a witch in Springfield, Massachusetts, 30 years after her mother. I just kind of like, if your mom was accused, you're going to be accused. I guess
0: so. Salem Village was known for its quarrelsome people. They had disputes within the village and with Salem Town. They argued over where animals could graze, property lines, and church privileges. So basically, if you wanted to stay out of the fighting and everything, that wouldn't be the place for you to live. Nope,
1: because if you'd go up against somebody that was more powerful, they would accuse
0: you of being a witch. Well, not even that. Just anybody. If you just poked the wrong person the wrong way, I mean, nope, you're a witch. And there you go. Will be trial most likely.
1: Nowadays, you'd probably be accused or found guilty before you even got trial.
0: Exactly. In 1672, Salem Village hired their own pastor, separate from Salem Town. The first two ministers were James Bailey from 1673 to 79, George Burroughs from 1680 to 83. They left after their the congregation didn't pay what they were supposed to. I, think, I always think that's funny when it comes to churches, oh you gotta pay this or that, and it's like, really? What is interesting is that George Burroughs was hanged for being a witch on August 1692. He was accused of witchcraft by some of his enemies who, who he owed money. He was accused of having extraordinary strength, not baptizing his children and using witchcraft in killing his wives. He was the only minister hanged for being a witch
1: because people hated
0: him. Well, he owed money, so... Well, they
1: accused him. He's yeah. like, really? I mean... If you want your money, don't accuse him. Put him in debtor's prison or something. Well, no, if,
0: if you feel like he ain't going to pay you, then he pays you with his life. That was... Yeah, bad. I think that was the 1600s. That was different from that. I mean, well, look at it this way. You you, you borrow money off of a, a bookie or whatever and you don't pay back, you're most likely...
1: Going to get your legs broken or yeah,
0: something. <laughs> something's going to happen to you. And back in the nineteen sixties you ended up missing.
1: Yeah. Okay, D Dad or Dad Whatever, I don't know how his name Lawson was the third minister from sixteen eighty four to eighty nine. But he left after the church refused to ordain him. I didn't know you had to be ordained by a church.
0: Oh yeah, in most churches you do.
1: Ah, okay. Samuel Paris was their first ordained minister. After two years of the congregation gave him the parish and two acres of land, which went against the villages. 1881 resolution prohibiting this he caused a lot of conflict between the people. I can see If he wasn't allowed to get it, why'd they give it to him?
0: Exactly, because most people in a lot of churches that are high up think they can do what they want, when they want. After the Civil War in England in the early 1640s, where the old order of Charles II was restored, Immigration to New England slowed down. So a successful merchant in Massachusetts started a society that did less with religious influence than earlier settlers. About 78% of the accused were women. A belief at the time was women were sinful by nature and more prone to punishment in hell than me, or men. Sorry. That daily The women battled against the devil's temptations to overtake their souls. The Puritans believed that men and women were equal in the eyes of God, but not of the devil's. Women's souls were weak and vulnerable in their unprotected bodies. Some factors of why women were more likely to admit to being a witch were they believed they gave in to the devil and to spare their own lives that then they were restored to society. That just goes... How sexism sexism through history is. Yep, it was bad back
1: exactly. then. You didn't want to be a woman back then.
0: Well, some most of the time even now too, but yeah. What 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 I know really starts most of it is in the Bible in Genesis where the devil tempted Eve and he got yeah. Adam to eat the apple yeah. too or whatever the fruit was, and that's what causes women to be known exactly. as yeah. Yeah.
1: women are Ah uh, yeah, you think. quarrels <laughs> between neighbors led to accusations of someone being a witch, as in Abigail Faulkner. She was accused in sixteen ninety three when she admitted to being angry with what people were saying the devil had taken her over temporarily. That caused the harm to her neighbors. Others were accused because they didn't conform to a Puritan way of life. Some others were targets were single women or married women who had no children. So if you didn't have a kid you were a witch. Exactly.
0: Wow. A lot of books were written in that time on witches. Cotton Mathers, a minister who wrote a book on John Goodwin's who was a menace a Mason. The book was called Memorable Providences Relating to Witchcraft and Possessions written in sixteen eighty nine. He wrote on his observations of how witchcraft affected the children. He wrote of how the oldest child stole linen from a washerwoman. Goody Glover. After being tempted by the devil, Glover was a disagreeable woman and her husband called her a witch. She was accused of casting spells on the Goodwin children. Four of the six children had strange fits. The fits were called the Disease of Astonishment. This was attributed to witchcraft. Symptoms were neck and back pain, tongues drawn from their mouth, loud outcries, no control over their bodies, trying to harm themselves and others. This helped the craze of witchcraft in 1692.
1: Crap, if you had a backache, you were a witch? Or you, you were affected, affected by, by a, witch. a witch.
0: If that was the case, then there's a lot of witchcraft going on nowadays for many people. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, the start of this all was February 1692 in Salem Town. It all began when two girls' girls' accusations, Betty Parris, who was 9 years old, and her cousin Abigail Williams, who was 11 years old, started it. Reverend Samuel Parrish was the father and uncle of the girls Reverend Parrish was disliked because he was greedy and rigid in his ways this may have contributed to his daughter's actions I mean if he was mean to her or something she might have done it for attention and never realizing what she was gonna start
0: I mean the thing that gets me was he was the father and uncle
1: of the girl no he was the father of Betty Parrish and the uncle of Abigail Williams
0: because okay, I always said was he was the father and uncle of the girls
1: Respectfully.
0: Okay. Whatever. Clarify.
1: Ah, shush. This
0: was the 1600s here. (laughs) The girls had fits more than epileptic fits. They screamed, barked like a dog, threw things, made strange sounds, contorted themselves, crawled under furniture, complained of being pinched and struck with pins. Dr. William Griggs couldn't find anything physically wrong. Other young women started to have the same symptoms.
1: So it was like, "My sister, or something, you know? Okay, she's doing this, or, uh, so I'm going to do that." Blah blah
0: blah. Were they put up to do it? Okay. Or were they just hypercontract? Oh, this is going around, so I got it too. Or
1: maybe they wanted the attention too. Cool Modern scientists think that the strange behavior could have been from some combinations of child abuse, Lyme disease, encephalitis, epilepsy. Convulsive egotism or delusional psychosis. Convulsive egotism is a disease caused by eating bread or cereal made from rye infected with a fungus, air gut, which can cause vomiting, choking, hallucinations, fits, feeling of something crawling on your skin, and did you know LSD is a derivative of air gut? Interesting. Yeah.
0: The behavior of the Salem girls was also the same as the children of a Boston family in 1688 who were thought to have been witch bewitched. The John Goodwin's children, the girls of in Salem, might have read or heard of the incident in the book.
1: Yeah, as you said earlier that Cotton Mather's wrote the book on the Goodwin children. Yep. So maybe they read that and, and decided
0: they were going to do it. Hey, let's give it a shot. It ain't yeah. going to hurt. When the Salem girl's doctor could not find a diagnosis, he blamed it on the supernatural. Wow. I wonder if doctors still do that today. I can't figure it out. You must be bewitched by a witch.
1: Yeah, I got
0: Or you got an evil spirit inside you. <laughs> the, the first
1: three people arrested for allegedly afflicting Betty Parris, Abigail Williams, Anna Putnam <laughs> Jr., and Elizabeth Hubbard were Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and Tituba...
0: The first arrested was Tatuba. She was an Indian slave from South America. She was accused because of her ethnic difference. So, she's still being pinpointed because of who she was.
1: Right, like they do today.
0: She was supposed to have enticed the girls with stories of ways to control men's minds. Sexual twists with demons and fortune telling. This was said to have been stimulated the imagination of the girls. Hmm. So... She supposedly was talking to young girls about sex sex and controlling men's minds. (laughs) Well, she must be proud because I'm pretty sure a lot of young girls today knows how to do that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh,
1: Accusations of Anna Putnam Jr. of Witchcraft were from a family feud. There was a rivalry between the Putnams and the Porters. Yep. It deeply affected the town of Salem, and the people would have heated arguments over this thing, and it turned into fights.
0: So, I mean, most of that happens all the time, even today. Neighbors fight with neighbors about the stupidest of things. Yeah, and there wasn't much to do back then either. <laughs> Same as today, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you got a fight with your neighbor over something mundane or stupid, then you must have nothing to do. Too much time. Sarah Good was homeless and a beggar. She sought shelter and food from neighbors. She had an awful reputation. She was accused because she rejected the Puritan way of life, of self control and discipline. She chose to torment children instead of leading them to salvation. Well, she was a a rebel.
1: Yeah. Sarah Osborne didn't attend church regularly. She was accused because the Puritans believed she had her own interests in mind. They disapproved of her trying to control her son's inheritance and marrying an indigent servant. What would it matter?
0: Back then it was social. I mean, respect. if the kid
1: was not old enough, he was supposed to take care of stuff. The, cars, the, clues.
0: the women were outcasts of some type. They had many characteristics of what people accused witches of having. These women had to defend themselves they were brought before a magistrate interrogated for several days then sent to jail in 16 in march 1692 more women were accused a child named dorothy good martha Corey, rebecca nurse in salem village and Ra- rachel clinton in ipswich martha Corey was skeptical of the girls accusations and spoke out about it She and Rebecca Nurse were outstanding citizens, regularly went to church. This scared the people because if these women could be witches, then anyone could be a witch. They were full members of the church. Church membership didn't seem to offer any protection. Really? Wow. So belonging to a church.
1: Didn't help you none. No. No.
0: Wow. So the church can't save you from being a witch. What can
1: Dorothy Good was the daughter of Sarah Good and was only five years old. She was interrogated and her answers were turned around into a confession that she implicated her mother. She was put in jail. Wow, a five-year-old put in jail. Rachel Clinton was arrested on charges not relating to the girls. A lot more people were accused of witchcraft. At the end of May, 62 people had been arrested. The,
0: The court of Oyer and Terminer were formed in Salem Town in June 2nd, 1692. Oyer and Terminer, kind of fun to say that, yep. means to hear and determine. This was formed to deal with the witch trials. William Stoughton was the lieutenant governor and chief magistrate. Thomas Newton was the perse- prosecutor and Stephen Sewall was the clerk. The first to be tried and hanged was Bridget Bishop on June 10th, 1692. The charges were not living a Puritan life, wearing black clothing, and wearing weird costumes against Puritan code and an immoral lifestyle. Oh my God! How many people? How many people nowadays are witches compared to those?
1: Wow! If you go by that standards. Oh my God! When I was a
0: teenager, I didn't live the Puritan lifestyle. I wore black clothing, and well, I don't really say dressing weird, just my own way. So I guess I would have been a witching hawk. Probably. June, July, and August, there were more arrests. Then in September 1692, 18 more people were arrested.
1: On October 29th, the court was dismissed. Governor Phipps said it must must fall. His wife, Lady Mary, was among the ones who were questioned around the time of the witch trials. After Governor Phipps' order, there were no more executions
0: in his power.
1: So, it, his wife was accused or was questioned she so was he's being, going to stop yep, it Yep, she
0: was being questioned so he stopped it. If his wife wasn't in there he most likely would have been like keep it up, more arrests, more hangings. Yep, that's bad. In January 1693 the Superior Court of Judicature was formed and headed by William Stoughton who was again the magistrate. Anthony Chickley was the Attorney General and Jonathan Elateson was the clerk. The first five cases were from September that were not tried. They were found not guilty. Grand juries were held. Charges were dismissed on a lot of them. Sixty more people were charged and tried. They were found guilty. All the ones who were found guilty were pardoned by Governor Phipps. April 1693 was the end of the trials and executions. The Supreme Court was disbanded on May 9, 1693.
1: So just because somebody high up got questioned, they just did whatever. Right
0: yep, this is gonna, uh, this gonna make us look bad. So let's just uh, sweep it under the rug.
1: But it's funny that that the magistrate was the same for each, each type of court.
0: Yep. Wow, you still got stuff that I get going on in politics today, in yep. different cities, towns.
1: Okay, the legal proceedings of this. When someone believed an illness, loss, or death was caused by witchcraft, the accuser would file a complaint with the local magistrate. If it seemed true, then the magistrate would have the person arrested. Then he or she was brought in for public interrogation where the people were forced to confess. If the magistrate was satisfied that the charges were founded, the person was turned over to the Superior Court.
0: Wow. Witnesses were called before the grand jury. The defendant went to trial sometimes the same day. So
1: you didn't have time to even build prepare up a anything yeah.
0: you just had to go on your wits. Yeah. There were four execution dates. June 10th, 1692, one person executed. July 19th, 1692, five people were executed. August 19th, 1692, five people were executed and September 22nd, 1692, eight people were executed. Five others were convicted, but the death sentence was not carried out.
1: They, this five were probably Most likely. The Puritans believed witches used demons to do magical deeds. They changed from human to animal, from human to another human. And animals were their familiar spirits, and they rode at night in the air to secret meetings and orgies. Wow. How do these people know that?
0: That sounds like a fun lifestyle. But how
1: do they know that? Did that, were they one of that's, them, that's, Or did they follow them?
0: That's the whole thing of fear. You put in their minds what they you want them to understand. So, you, like I said, you can make up the wildest thing. And if you get people to believe it and fear it, you can get them to do whatever you want. Most of the evidence was spectral, or the testimony of the supposed victim as seeing apparitions or the shape of the person who was afflicting the victim. The court said the devil couldn't use a person's body unless the person gave permission, so when the person said they saw the apparition, the court took it as true. There were others who believed the opposite. There were five types of evidence admitted in the trials. One, the accused might have to pass a test. An example was rec- reciting the Lord's Prayer. Two, physical evidence. Examples were warts, moles, birthmarks, other blemishes were considered possible entry ways for the devil to enter the body. Okay. Three, witnesses' testimony, which most humans lie, so... Yeah. Four, spectral evidence, or special evidence, I'm sorry, which is spectral. And 5, The Confession.
1: Some ministers read a letter to the court and said several ministers were consulted and urged the court not to convict on just spectral evidence. The court later ruled that spectral evidence was inadmissible. This caused a drastic decline in the conviction rate. Yeah. But there were some precedences that were used to allow spectral evidence such as the Trial of Evidence Publication. So it must be. a... Publication that they could
0: use to mm. admit People could not defend themselves against spectral evidence. They couldn't persist on innocence with the so-called victims were flipping around or claiming of being attacked. Another way the Puritans said a person was a witch was by the touch test. If a victim was having a fit and the accused touched the victim and the fit stopped, that meant the accuser was the one to affect the victim
1: yeah somebody hated you they could act like they were doing it and then touch, you and they were okay yeah but people don't lie <sighs> march 1st
0: 1692 osborne and good claimed they were innocent to tuba confessed she said the devil came to her wanting her to serve him she says she signed the book and that there were other witches that wanted to destroy the puritans after the trials were over, people for decades tried to clear the names of the accused and tried to get a get some form of restitution. This started in 1695.
1: Okay, on December 17, 1696, the general court ruled that there would be a fast on January 14, 1697, for the tragedy of what happened. An apology to the Boston South Church from Reverend Samuel Willard. He took the blame for the defunct court of Oyer and Terminer in Salem, Thomas Fix. And 11 other jurors asked for forgiveness
0: petitions were filed between 1700 and 1703 to have the convictions reversed may 1709 20 people who had been convicted or relate relatives took petitions to the government demanding the convictions overturned and financial compensation for the financial loss they endured okay no, good it still wouldn't do any good
1: probably
0: Probably not. I mean, I'm sure as of uh, back then, as today, the government doesn't want to say they messed up.
1: Okay, let's look at earlier times now. In 1957, six, six victims were exonerated. In 1992, a park in Salem is dedicated to the victims. This is a memorial in Danvers. 2001, in November, an act was passed by the Massachusetts legislature exonerating five victims. 2004, they were taught to exonerate all the victims. Some think that already happened in the 19th century. But I couldn't find any evidence of that. In 2016, the University of Virginia's Gallows Hill project team found the execution site where the witches were hanged. And in 2017, Salem dedicated their project. Poem,
0: Proctor's Lodge
1: Memorial to the victims. That's like not, not doing nothing, really.
0: Well, I think excess exonerating them and uh dedicating stuff to their memory but I still want to go to Salem and check out the sites and stuff especially where they uh, found the execution site in 2016 I think that would be really neat to see.
1: Salem Woods trials changed the U.S. court procedures to guarantee right to legal representation to cross-examine one exc- accusers and presume innocent until proven guilty of that
0: guess that's one good thing that came out of it ba- Yeah. basically the only good thing that came out of it i mean if you would even consider that good yeah let's look at some of the victims bridget bishop she was the first to be executed but not the first to be accused she was 62 years old she was unpopular slept around gossiped a lot and was an easy target she was an easy target for just talking, gossiping i guess huh that's it she had a sharp tongue and slow to pay her bills. She owned a tavern and permitted some people to drink on Sunday.
1: That's bad. Do
0: that she dressed to show off her full figure. She had a growth on her pubic area that passed the witch's test.
1: Well, see, that's just growth.
0: 62 years old and...
1: Dressed to show
0: off the figure? Well, not only that. I mean, where the... Gentlemen, suitors,
1: her age, or what they know? I have no idea.
0: Bishop was victimized by the locals for years. This was their payback. Wow. Testimonies against her drove a woman to suicide, caused a child to get sick and die, made a horse talk, balk, balk,
1: gentlemen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> caused wagon wheels to fall off. I would have thought it better if the horses talked that would have been awesome <laughs> yeah stole eggs so if you steal eggs you're a witch
1: i guess
0: turned into a cat appeared in spectral form william stacy says she appeared as a specter on his windowsill then jumped into the room jumping around jonathan Loder said she choked him said she turned into a black pig then a monster having a monkey body rooster feet and wrinkled old man's face she was a messenger from the devil, and he was, and he would have riches if he would be loyal to the devil. He tried to hit her, but she flew off. Then he saw Bridget walking in her apple orchard. John Bly said she bewitched one of his pigs so, so bad he had to kill it. When she built a new house, she had Bly tear out the cellar. He said he found puppets with pins in them and hog hair the walls bishop was hanged on june 10 1692 Re- rebecca nurse was 71 years old and a pillar of society she was hanged on july 1960
1: 1692, and no one was saved. Nope. the h- trials were hard on the village people were displaced and it caused a great strain on the resources it aggravated rivalries between the families and the people believed the arguing was caused by the devil People who were hanged had cursed Salem. Salem suffered. Cursing is ancient. Curses can be against generations or families. They can even be on cities, such as Salem. Curses are to invoke evil and harm or harm upon persons, place, or things.
0: Curses can take years to manifest. They can be broken by magical remedies. The devoutly religious believe prayer and petitions for forgiveness would help. The evil eye is the most feared curse, a menacing look that brings disaster and death.
1: The success of a, de- of a curse depended on emotional intensity, great receptibility of the victim, the beliefs of others, and the geographical factors.
0: Curses from the executed. William Reed, the town would burn down. Bridget Bishop gave the evil eye. And Samuel Wardwell, the devil, take it.
1: Reed's curse took two centuries to come true, but on June 25th, 1917, Salem burned. The loss was 1,376 buildings, 20,000 homes, 253 acres, but only a few people died.
0: Sarah Goods curse. If you take away my life, God will give you blood to drink. She cursed Reverend Nichols, Nicholas Noyes. He died from a hemorrhage of the throat. He choked to death. Wow. So does that
1: does that mean she was a witch
0: was a witch or just her curse was real her curse
1: unless he really thought it was real um, and
0: manifested somehow itself did it because he thought about it yeah but I guess that he died like 20 some years later or something like that from choking to death I believe it was like 10 or 20 years like it wasn't instantly and I'm sure like when he started choking to death and he woke up from it and when he was sleeping and started choking he woke up I bet you he saw her face
1: could have been
0: Giles Corey's Curse, Damn You Sheriff, I Curse You, and Salem. The sheriff died in his 30s from a heart attack. Every sheriff of Salem after Corwin died in office of a heart attack or blood disease. The last sheriff, Sheriff Robert E. Cahill, suffered a heart attack, stroke, and had a rare blood disease. He retired in 1978. In 1991, the sheriff's office moved to Middletown, Massachusetts. Salem now has a police department.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be a sheriff in that town. Well, I mean people oh, dying? I guess this last one this Robert Cahill was doing research on this he got sick, had a heart attack Oh wow. All that stuff.
0: Okay, and there it is with the Salem Witch Trials. We hope you enjoyed this episode and come back for more to come.